we get something up on the Robbie and Rochelle in the Morning uh, Facebook page. This is not the boss page. This is on our page. Mm-hmm. Rochelle's been playing around with this app. I know Michelle is really into it, too. It's a Snapchat app? It's TikTok. Oh, it's a TikTok it's a, thing. It's not an app. It's a filter that's on TikTok. So TikTok has all these like weird things that you can do to make yourself look like a celebrity. Hang on or- a second. Let me stop you right there because okay. I don't understand all of these things. Okay. So you open up the TikTok app. Yes. And then you hit a button and it says, can we access your camera on your phone? Yes. Is that what I'm talking that's about a, here? That's exactly how and it works. And then you put the thing where it flips it around and it takes a selfie for you. Right. Well, it, yeah, you take a video, and I've tried this with you. Has we've, to be a video, right? We've done the young filter where it makes you look like you're a teenager again. Right. So we did that. No, te- we did that, and I said, "Well, let me see. I want to yeah. see that looked nothing like how I looked when I was a teenager. <laughs> looked nothing." They, but they have all of these different ones, and the one that is trending right now is called Bold Glamour, and it's basically a full face of makeup with perfect skin, and it it makes your lips look exaggerated and your eyebrows and. So I thought you look cartoony it looks like your face has got you know like a cartoon this is, this is the style of makeup right now which i know is crazy but it's it's just it's very over the top bold glamour and yeah. so that's the filter that's on there so i've been playing with it every day because i rarely do my makeup during the week i just i'm just coming here and hanging out with you so yeah but part of that also is that i'm not a makeup guy you, i don't i don't like big nails i don't not. like big makeup no you're not you know i'm not a person who likes that uh that kind of stuff you no. know the over the top look you have this video here uh on the robbie and rochelle page you get a couple of uh, comments already and somebody said something about your lips well because i saw myself in this filter and oh, not- a couple of people did they said no injections leave the natural perfection alone yeah you're going to ruin your beautiful lips with injections this is a karen malcoy she says mm-hmm. don't don't let her do it Mm. Meaning me, I shouldn't yeah. let you get injections. Well, because I posted it on there and said I'm obsessed with it because the way it made my lips look was like super full and like, I mean, not just lipstick on. They look bigger than they normally are, and I but they look love like the, them. Yeah, I, I know what you're saying, but they look like the Kardashian lips. They're very fake looking. I love them. So this is what's so interesting is I tell you that I like oh natural just the way you look in the morning is fine you look just nice no that's very sweet yeah but you don't like it at all because if (laughs) if I get hit by a bus and you were left to your own devices you would have all these plugins and makeup and all these fake things I mean if I could afford them yes if I could afford all the stuff and things I would constantly be in the plastic surgeon's office you'd be like that uh, duck lady you know with the fake or Joan Rivers back in the day I don't ever want to do something to my actual face but my lips your lips are part of your face I mean but the injections aren't permanent like i wouldn't get i wouldn't get the silicone in there but you can get the lip injections and it fades it doesn't stay forever so if you really don't love it or it hurts too much it dissolves and it goes away i just would love to try it i love. I didn't the look it but you tried me on that uh, bold filter you're talking about oh i have the video if you'd like me to post that as well <laughs> let me see a little bit of it see when i look at that and i see my face look at all my, i mean i look like i'm in the box well, you know what I'm diff- saying? You know, what did he die of he looks just like himself the it bold looks better filter, than he looked alive the bold <laughs> filter is is meant for women though because or people who wear makeup i should say not yeah. necessarily women but because it's not it's not it, it you have makeup on i didn't see it like it makes my uh, my beard grow- look yeah, because it like smooths out your skin and it makes your cheeks all rosy. And so it is a little, it's not really meant for someone with facial hair. I look hair like a drug and- dealer on NCIS <laughs> with that little squirrely beard. Yeah. But right now, the CBB, the Community Bulletin Board. Monday morning CBB, often the best CBB because you get mm-hmm. a whole outlook, an overview, a bird's eye view, if you will. 50,000 yes. feet peak at what's going on for the week. Yeah. 
you're a local business, a charity, community organization, got something good, want to let us know about it, all you got to do is send it to us. Boss Text Connect, 732-774-4444. Send us a direct message on our Facebook at 1071theboss or the website 1071theboss.com. And we'll make every effort to get it on the air right about 620-835 or the complete listing when you click events, 1071theboss.com. Boss Roadie's on the move this week. Got a couple of events coming up this weekend. Hopefully they'll bring enough T-shirts <laughs> Climb with a cop, Gravity Vault, Jersey Shore Power Sports in Middletown from 10 to noon. And then uh, we're heading over to the uh, Ocean County St. Paddy's Day Parade in Seaside. Well, that's that's at noon time. And then the Asbury Park Parade is Sunday. That starts at 1 o'clock. So Boss Roadie's going to be busy this busy week. Busy weekend. No doubt about that. A 10 Little Acre Rescued Animal Farm in Old Bridge is hosting a special St. Patrick's Day event. That's also going on Saturday at noon. There'll be a leprechaun hunt, baked goods. You can feed the uh, animals that are looking for a home and even ride the ponies. I don't know if the ponies are looking for a home or if they just live there. They're yeah, pretty, pretty fun to bring home I, a pony. I think they do. No, I don't think they let you bring home the ponies. <laughs> <laughs> yes. That was a pony, not Nixon, by yeah, the way. Uh, Tenlittleacres.org for all the details. You never can tell with me. Yeah. Tom's River, Brick, Little Egg Harbor Libraries have come together to host a special prom dress giveaway. Hmm. That's going on all this week. Stop by any one of the three library branches or all of them and pick out a prom dress for free. The OceanCountyLibrary.org for all the details. That's a big expense for people. It's a huge expense. Like $1,000 for a dress Some sometimes. Some of them yeah. can be, yeah. So that's a really, really great cause. You don't want to go to Joblot to buy your daughter a prom dress, you know? So. No, don't do that. Or your granddaughter, whatever the deal is. <laughs> Friends of Wagon In Rescue, St. Patty's Day Puppy Adoption Party. That's going on Saturday, 11 to 2. The Tractor Supply Company in Tinton Falls. Come and meet all the little animals looking for a forever home. Peanut, Snoopy, Briggs, Marigold, Emma, Aww. Bonnie, Millie. They're all there. <laughs> They're very cute. They're I very love cute. Wagonin.rescuegroups.org. Wagon in dot rescue groups dot org get it wagon in get it yes for all the info there you go a couple of things we thought you yes you needed to know this morning here on your friendly neighborhood cbb the community bulletin board good morning america welcome to a back to business monday it is march the 6th 2023 robbie and rochelle in the morning reporting for duty on the air everywhere at exactly 107.1 fm 99.7 fm or the free boss app we got a big broadcast today, ready and set to go. We'll get into that in just a second. Hello, Joseph P. Nolan. Good morning, you too. How y'all doing? Everybody's good. Thank you for uh, going out yesterday. People uh, waving, screaming. It was like <laughs> Beatlemania. For, uh... <laughs> it was. But uh, there were a lot of people there, a lot of listeners to this radio station, man. I tell you what. Joe Nolan out at the Belmar Lake Como St. Patrick's Day Parade riding in this super cool high-tech boss van yesterday. Ooh. I wouldn't go that far, but yeah, it was uh, fancy. <laughs> yeah. Fancy. Oh, yeah. Oh, it's fancy. <laughs> Listen, it's got air conditioning and an AM FM radio. It's, Woo! A, and, it's and, a high-tech machine. And the heat works, too. It's really funny. <laughs> me, and, uh, me and Kyle. First of all. Kyle's a great kid, Kyle, isn't he? Great he kid. needs to make more money. you got to pay him more. He's be- He's good. I like him. He's good. Yeah, nice kid. This is the, this is the second um, second thing I've done with him, and he's he's tremendous. He's tremendous. Although I've got a great story about what happened at the end. <laughs> Poor kid had to go to the bathroom. <laughs> oh no, that's a that's a tough thing about a parade. If you've never done a parade, uh, once you're once you start, once you're in there, you're in there. And yeah, it Joe, be a uh, couple hours. It started at what eleven thirty, and then you texted me about three o'clock. Did it really go that long? Oh yeah, we we were we were in the staging area. Kyle yeah. got there at ten. I got there at eleven thirty, and and uh, it was three o'clock by the time we were done. Oh wow, yeah, that's a long. So parade. this this kid he wanted to go to the bathroom. I wouldn't let him. I said, "No, what happens if it starts? You can't go. What are you doing?" <laughs> 
So it's a big, long, very funny story. So we'll, uh, we'll, uh, we'll, I'll tell it later. But, um, but uh, then uh, Marianne and I went to uh, Kelly's afterwards, and oh, that was good. fun. Bagpipers good. and drummers and everything mm. were in there, and had my first corned beef sandwich of the season. So it was all good. Couple That's of exciting. Guinness and it was fun stuff. I, I have a little uh, bathroom story myself, as a matter of fact. Uh-oh. So it's, uh, it's rather apropos that you happen to bring this up this morning. But uh, first of all, Rochelle uh, was traveling this weekend, and she got out yes. just in the nick of time before yes. the uh, that snowstorm didn't really bother New Jersey, New York very much. But it was pretty bad out to the uh, west. Yes. And so she just landed, get on a Newark just in time to get her flight. And then I uh, drove up to New England to see my folks. And they got about an inch of snow up there. Well, I'm driving up and I stop at uh, one of the rest areas in Connecticut on the turnpike. And the bathroom, uh, the women's bathroom is closed. Now, I don't like to Uh-oh, use the regular bathroom. I like to use the, the handicapped bathroom because it's a one-person right. bathroom. And listen, it's a rest area. There's all kinds of people sure. walking around. Sure. And I do it all the time. And it's not a problem. And they don't know what my business is. So I go in there. And I do my thing. Then I come out, and all of a sudden, six people have lined up to use <laughs> the one-person bathroom stall. And there's an old lady, hand to God. She's sitting in her in her wheelchair, and I feel bad. And she raises her hand. It says a Catherine Hepburn, and she goes, "That bathroom is for the elderly." And, and Joe, I wasn't expecting someone in my face when I opened the bathroom door, so I just go, "What are you, the bathroom police?" And I walked away. I walked oh away. God. That is wrong on so many levels. I know. I'm just a horrible person. I'm a horrible person. I know. No, it takes a lot of guts to say that to somebody, I guess, that it's for, well, first of all, it's not for the elderly. It's a handicapped bathroom. Yeah. And listen, I am am handicapped. I'm afraid to go in front of people. You you have a legitimate thing that, and I do, I get that. You have like stage fright. Yeah, I do. It's fine. I mean, but... Rochelle says, uh, man, old people just don't care. She says, when I get to be 90 years old, I'm just going to be a tyrant. I'm going to be a tyrant. I'll just say whatever I want to anybody, anytime. I, I Who cares? generally say that Fair now. Enough. I just, I have no filter on the things that I say to people. And I think as you get older, you just, you really don't care. It becomes and, more so, yeah. Oh my gosh, I'm going to be awful. Joe, you could have made poor Kyle's bladder explode, so don't give me too hard a time, all right? Oh, <laughs> uh, that was, that was, that was, I tell you, it was. It's a good thing we found a porta potty right in there. <laughs> the next, the next person driving that van might have had a problem. Oh my god! <laughs> well, I'm glad there was a good turnout. That's great, and the weather was good. So, you were throwing out the Tootsie Rolls too, right? Yes, and we stopped it. Yeah, we need a lot more candy next year. We yeah, we have to talk. We we need a budget for this because people were screaming for stuff. And they want all these things, and I'm saying, I got nothing. I, I mean, got don't, nothing. don't talk to me. Talk to Big Boss Bob. I'm not in charge no. of the money. Don't look at me. Next year, we need 500 T-shirts. They're gonna get. We're going to get green. I already have it all planned out. Uh-huh. We're going to get green, tight-fit, and good-looking 107 won the boss St. Patrick's Day shirts, and we're gonna we're gonna throw them out to the people because that's all they want. It was T-shirts. No, hang on a second. We have St. Patty's Day shirts. Did we not bring these? No, no, we, we didn't get, get in. Yes, yes, we did. We had them last year for the uh, broadcast on no, St. Patty's don't. Day. Yes, we did. I remember the green shirts. No, we. Well, didn't. we need some of those. We need some of those, and then we also need about five thousand pieces of candy. Mm. Yeah, that's what we need. For next year. You know what we don't need is for me to have to go to the parade. That's what we don't <laughs> And then we also need Robbie and Rochelle's stuff to throw out there too. Yeah. Because that was that was a that was a great uh, I mean, honest to God, the whole time as we're driving along, the boss, look, one oh seven one, the boss, the boss. That's, well, cool. that's, that's great. That's really yeah, cool. it was. That's it was. Great. Well, don't talk to me about budget though. I don't control that. So. <laughs> and, and then at the and then that point station was the last thing in the parade. Oh, they were in the parade? They were the last thing, though. Well, that's a bummer. <laughs> you know what you should have done? He said, Kyle, walk over to their van, take a seat for a minute. <laughs>
they warmed that seat right up. Ew. They were at the end. They, they were tail. They were tail hooked, Charlie. That's, That's just like bad. the ratings, right at the bottom. Yeah, there you go. There were they. <laughs> hey now. All right. Well, as you start to travel around, Rick. Good morning. Hi, Robbie. How are you, sir? I'm great. How are you? Everything good in your world? Yeah, not bad. Not bad at all. Well, I can't complain. I do, but I shouldn't. <laughs> listen, we all do. That's that's what this that's what being on the radio is all about, is to complain and have people listen to you, you know? <laughs> you got it. I made a whole career out of that. Hey, I'm excited to have you. You got three big dates here in the Garden State. It's an evening with Rick Wakeman, his uh, music and stories. People can check you out in Atlantic City. You're gonna be at the Soundwaves Theater at the Hard Rock on uh, March thirty first. You're gonna be in Montclair at the Wellmont Theater April first, and then April third with our friends at the Count Basie Theater, the uh, the Vogel at the Count Basie in Red Bank on uh, April, yeah, April the 3rd. So there you go. That's going to be great to have you. Three big shows, easy to come see Rick. Brilliant, thank you. Now this is uh, not only just your music, but some of your stories. Is there is a story that stands out to you when you look back at your career where you go, man, I can't believe I did that? Oh, there's a few. Uh, and most of the ones that I can't believe I did that, I can't tell. It was amazing. So I, I was funny enough, I was speaking to... Um, one of my, I say kids, he's 51 now, Oliver. I mean, we were just talking about stories, how there's so many. And I said, well, well Oliver, I'm, I'm 73. I've been doing this for over 50 years. You've only got to have two or three silly things happen to you in a year, and you've got 150 stories. Yeah. You know, it's, uh, which, is, which is how they, they've all come about. Yeah, it's a mixture. I do a mixture of music from uh, people I've worked with, like Cass Stevens, David Bowie, obviously, yes, of course, and my own stuff. Plus, um, you know, I tell... Uh, some silly stories, of which some of them have a semblance of truth, um, but some some maybe have altered a little bit over the years. <laughs> we have to change, as the times change, we have to change the stories, tweak them just a little bit for new ears, I understand. Oh, yeah, it's, it's what I call the, uh, the, uh, the, uh, the uh, how to be a politician and a musician at the same time, because politicians never, ever tell the same story twice. Well, that's... But, uh, but claim it's true. Um, when it's not, so I never tell the same story quite the same twice. Um, <laughs> and uh, yeah, there's a little difference of truth in it. That's that's fine for me. You mentioned uh, David Bowie. Now I know early in your career you were a session musician. You play on uh, Space Oddity, is that right? Yeah, I did Space Oddity. I did the David Bowie album. I did um, some of Ziggy. I did all of Hunky Dory. Uh, he was a great, great friend, and uh, and I. I Generally miss him terribly. He was a great influence on me and a great friend. We we were neighbours, in fact, in Switzerland when we both lived in Switzerland in the uh, mid seventies, uh, and uh, we used to meet in a little club called the Museum Club in Montreux and put the world to rights. Absolutely brilliant. I can't imagine being the guy living across the street. Goes well. There comes Rick Wakeman from Yes out that door. There comes David Bowie out that door. Holy crap! I live on an amazing street. Well, I'll make it even. Uh, well, it was, it was up, actually up a, up a mountain in the Alps. Oh, oh well. <laughs> in fact, on that on that mountain, also just down the road from me was Charlie Chaplin. Whoa, Charlie uh, Chaplin! Wow. Famous people. I was the only person in the area who I didn't know. <laughs> It was, it was just all famous people everywhere. It was fantastic. And I got, um, was very honoured. I, I went and had uh, uh, afternoon tea on a, two or three occasions with Charlie Chaplin. I mean, quite amazing. I mean, uh, when I look back and go, did that really happen? That took my breath away a little bit. I mean, there's a guy you think he's been gone for so long, but, you, you know, he's around when you had the opportunity to meet him. That's unbelievable. It really is. Yeah, I know. It, it's uh, uh, And, of course, the record label that I was signed to, 
uh, which was A&M Records, uh, their their offices were the old Charlie Chaplin film lot. Interesting. In, in L.A. So, I mean, I, I told him that connections, and he told me lots of great stories about the, the lot. It was, it was quite brilliant, really. Wow. Well, let me ask you about this. I know you were a CBE in your country. The Order of the British Empire is a big deal. So I, I imagine you had an opportunity to meet the Queen a couple of years ago. I met I met the Queen on a on a few occasions, and uh, I did some music for her uh, about Sandringham House, which is one of the, the royal palaces. Um, and she was absolutely lovely. Prince Philip, I knew very well, um, and and well, King Charles. Now I've been lucky enough to. Uh, he, he gave me my fellowship at the Royal College of Music. Uh, but I got my CBE from uh, Princess Anne. Oh, okay. It was at the time when the Queen was really had Ill, Ill health. So I, I went to Windsor Castle to get that, which was, which was wonderful. I'm a big royalist and uh, lucky enough to have met or known most of them. Uh, and they're all characters. I mean, Prince Philip was hilarious. I mean, uh, everybody who knew Prince Philip can tell stories. I mean, I'm just such an, an amazingly funny man. And yeah. he could be funny without trying to be funny, too. Complicated guy, I guess, from what I've read about him, but a, a funny, entertaining, uh, gregarious kind of guy. Yeah, interesting. I mean, uh, uh, I mean, he, he would just, he said what he thought. So does Princess Anne, for that matter. She said exactly what she thinks. <laughs> and, you know, I like her for it. I really do. Uh, there you go. Let me ask you this, uh, while we're talking about this, uh, I'm sure you've heard like Elton John and Ed Sheeran will not play the coronation. You're on tour, but are you uh, are you going to play the King Charles' coronation, or would you if you were asked? I would if I was asked. Okay. Uh, but uh, I haven't, <laughs> and so won't. But I, I would love to. Uh, that would have been marvelous to, but to have been asked to do something for the coronation. But um, uh, I haven't. So I won't. <laughs> <laughs> well, listen. I'm glad you're going to be here in Jersey over the next uh, couple of weeks. Again, uh, we'll post the uh, we'll post those tour dates up. Uh, you get three dates: Atlantic City, uh, Montclair, and at uh, Red Bank at the fabulous Vogel at the Count Basie. Rick, I had so many questions for you, and we're already out of time. But thanks for coming on, man. Come on back. All right. Yeah, thanks. Uh, catch up next time. Thank you, Rick. Take care. What a great guy. I could have talked to him all morning long. That was pretty cool. Yeah, Rick Wakeman from Yes. And just um, you wouldn't think that he had met all this Charlie Chaplin and Prince Philip. <laughs> crazy yeah that's a wide uh <laughs> swath of people there. to be honest with you when i said you got any stories that stick out i thought he was going to say something crazy about you know backstage hijinks and getting drunk and that kind of thing and he's talking about mm. meeting charlie chaplin i mean that's that's crazy yeah because i imagine those guys with backstage hijinks that was normal it was every day sure <laughs> so nothing special there but you know. oh man those guys had a, had a life man it's crazy stuff did, speaking of uh, tours, did you see uh, last night the uh, live performance from Chris Rock on Netflix? I think it's the first time they've ever done a comedy show. That I've was, heard uh, bits and pieces of it, and it sounds like it was absolutely hilarious. Uh, we uh, didn't see it live. I think it was Saturday night it was live, but we yeah. now it's streaming if you get the Netflix machine. So we turned it on for just a little bit before bed. Boy, he's funny. Rick. Chris Rock is just Funny great. Guy. Just great. Um, you know, listen, I pushed the envelope a little bit. He did. He it did. takes a lot for me, and I went, oof, boy, yeah. I don't know if I could get away with that. You it know, was, it, I laughed so hard, I fell asleep. Yeah. <laughs> 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 I'm not kidding. Knocked her right out. My, I was so tired from laughing so hard my stomach hurt. It was hilarious. Well, he calls it the selective outrage and a lot of it is just pointing out how ridiculous <laughs> some of the things people get worked up about, you know, posted on Twitter and that kind of thing these days. But, well, you know what I'm saying. So it's very funny. Very funny. Highly recommend it. But, uh, 
He looks good, stuff. too. Looks good. He does look good. He's like he's pushing 60 years old, and mm-hmm. he, he looks great. So the, the slap across his face hasn't affected his, <laughs> hasn't affected his skin at all. He looks just fine. No. It's funny, though. Something about getting punched in the face. That hurts. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> he was making fun of, uh, he was talking about how Snoop Dogg oh. is now Morgan Freeman. He's like, right. Snoop Dogg's on TV. He's selling reverse mortgages. <laughs> when did Snoop Dogg become the guy doing that? He goes, now, hang on. I got no beef with I don't need another rapper to come and smack me in the face. It was very it funny. It was very funny. <laughs> yeah. So definitely check it out if you get the Netflix. Yeah, it's pretty funny. Very exciting. In my hand, the envelope. 7.10 on a Monday morning must be time for Dead Guy in the Envelope. This is a tradition started this way back when. We brought it back fairly recently, and the reaction has just been huge. I mean, it's sweeping the nation. People are talking about it from Tennessee to Mount Rushmore, mm-hmm. from Houston <laughs> to Detroit. I'm just singing the lyrics of that God Bless USA yep, song. Right, that's what I thought. From L.A. out to New York, <laughs> people love Dead Guy in the Envelope. With Robbie and Rochelle in the morning. So the idea is that I have the name of a celebrity famous person. You most certainly will have heard of them. And through a series of questions uh, procured by Joe Nolan and Rochelle. And if we need to, <laughs> we will go to the phone lines here. We're going to need to. And get uh, answers from people uh, listening to this radio broadcast. We will discern who is the dead guy in the envelope. And the spoiler is always, or the... Uh, Asterix is always, it could be a woman as well. That of is course. something we'll, we'll need to figure out. Famous person, we'll figure out what they're famous for. We'll figure out who they are. Time for dead guy in the envelope. Are you ready to roll? I'm ready. Is Joe still doing his TV thing? All right, yeah, he'll be he, here momentarily, but yep. if you want to get going there and do the uh, preliminary questions, just get through the uh, majority of the business. Sure. Dead guy in the envelope. Question one, go ahead. Is it a man? Yes. Is it a singer? No. Is this person famous for television? No. Is this person famous for movies? Yes. Is this person... And I, I just want to do another asterisk here. You people gave me tremendous grief <laughs> for doing John Madden after the Super Bowl yeah. and last week for doing Orville Redenbacher, the popcorn maker. So I just want to be clear. This is a person famous for movies. That's a very okay, good question. So it is a asked. movie star. Yes. Okay. Was this movie star married to another movie star? No. Did this movie star die at an old age? No. Oh, okay. <laughs> Did this movie star die recently? No. Okay. These are good questions. Um, was he famous for anything else? Other than movies? Yes. No. Okay. Was he in... Uh, specific genres of movies. Yeah. Okay. Let's say yeah. Yeah. <laughs> was this this is hard because Joe hasn't shown up here to do oh, his he's thing. He's here. Yet. Here oh, he is. He here? is. There yeah. he is. We were waiting for you. Rochelle's all right, doing recap, all the heavy lifting. Recap, so re- yeah. recap Joe. How much have you heard here, Joe? None. All okay. right. It's a man. Uh, okay. It is uh, a man who's dead. Duh. D- d- did not die. <laughs> Hence the name of the contest. Duh. Yeah, that's, sorry, that, was just, that was a stupid thing to say. So it's a right. dead guy who is dead. Right. It is a guy, but dead right. for a while. Famous right. for movies. Uh, right. Famous generally for one kind of movie and not married to another famous individual. Was he famous for horror movies? No. Was he famous for westerns? No. Hmm. Was he famous for romantic comedies? No. What other movies are there? Was he famous... Regular comedies. Yes. Okay. Oh. <laughs> They're regular comedies? I didn't know that. 
Um, <laughs> yeah. Well, like I mean, Step Brothers right? isn't a romantic comedy. <laughs> yeah, it's just it's a, a comedy. Regular comedy yeah. <laughs> yeah, okay. Yeah, yeah, good point. All right. Uh, While Joe's thinking, any uh, let me ask you this. Any text messages as of yet on the uh, Text Connect 774-4444? Any guesses so far? No. Not yet. Okay. Oh, wait. Like everybody. Oh, yes, I have one. All right, go ahead. You want to try that guess? Ron yeah, Ron says John Candy. Uh-oh. Was that it? Was that it? It was John Candy. No, it wasn't. How the hell did you get that, Ron? <laughs> uh, we were doing so well, too. <sighs> wow. Well, well, that's great. That, no, that's great. Good for you, Ron. I just like to drag these Good things out you, as far Ron. as I can. That's but, awesome. Man, you pulled oh. that out of nowhere. I, now, I now think we would have ve- eventually gotten there. But like- <laughs> that's exactly why I'm hostile now. <laughs> I got nothing else, Ron. You screwed up the show for everybody. Nice going, Ron. We got to. You got to send him one of those tight fit and good looking St. Patrick's Day t shirts. That we need 1,500 of to get the budget. Uh, Yes, the dead guy in the envelope is John Candy. That all makes perfect sense. This is where I start uh, just repeating things for time. He's been dead for a while, died this week of 1994. That's so the, what he said. He said it was on uh, Facebook yesterday that he passed away. You, you got to so. get a little bit more obscure. Oh, oh now I got to get more obscure. Because then I did Ann Bancroft, <laughs> yeah. I did Andy Gabb, and Joe's like, that's, that's ridiculous. Too Who would think it's of Andy Gabb? So I can't win with you people. Oh, <laughs> man, I've broken a sweat now. John Candy. John Candy was the dead guy in the envelope. I have a uh, memory of this happening. I remember I was still, well, I'm a goober now, as anyone would tell you, but I was a little baby goober back then. Yeah. And I remember, <laughs> Joe, you remember the, um, you know, like uh, at the airport, they got those printers with the little wheels on the side, and it prints that paper that's got the punch holes on it. You know that kind of printing paper, you know what I'm talking about? And the, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. The okay, side yeah. All the radio stations, but this is before internet, you know, so this is March of 1994, uh, had what was called the Associated Press Newswire. And now they send you these things, you know, as emails, and, and you, there's a website, you go download it. But I remember the thing went, tur, 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 and it printed out, it said, actor John Candy passes away at uh, uh, age 43. Yeah. And to me, that was like, uh, you know, being Walter Cronkite covering the moon landing. It was the first major news event I remember because I had started, uh, you know, shortly know before that. that. News event. But, all right. Well, I was just, I was, I don't know. I just remember that happening. A big deal. It stood out to me because I'd never seen, you know, John a Candy. famous person dying come across the newswire before. Yeah. It was a funny guy. Yeah. yeah. Planes, trains, automobiles. Loved him. One of my favorite actors. What's the, um, what's the character he plays in Home Alone where he's the king of the polka? Yeah. <laughs> I, I love it. He goes up to the mom from Home Alone. He says, uh, maybe you've heard of us. We had uh, a polka, polka. And she's like, no, not a clue. He's like, oh, okay. Uh, <laughs> 17 hits. You know, we sold about 600 copies. No, still nothing? No, it's nothing. No, nothing. <laughs> really funny. So, yep. Nice going, Ron. Ruined the whole morning. <laughs> Peggy said she knew it, too. She was waiting until she got to a red light to guess. Okay, fine. And she didn't read it on Facebook. It was just her guess. I, th- I mean, we asked. We didn't get very far. I don't know how people got it so quickly. That's okay. No, it's but. it's good. I mean, it was that was a good one. It, you know, it. well, <laughs> I, you know, I, you got a, a little more. Well, there's a you got a little more obscure, but not quite Andy Gibb obscure. Yeah, maybe <laughs> maybe events that there's didn't happen today or yesterday, right? I don't know. I think that's a good one. I would have. Yeah, I so love no, no topical dead people because you know it's the anniversary this week. So I probably no. Made it that's too. no. I think those are good. I but think it's you, okay. Yeah. It's I I didn't know it was John Candy yet, Facebook. and I, I was asking all the questions. And you're so. a big fan. I'm a huge fan. I didn't know it yet. So. I'll I'll wait, I would have oh. never guessed John Candy. Just so you know, I would have never ever. I, that would not have even 
entered my mind. I'll waste another five seconds and say that Rochelle once met John Candy when she was a five-year-old at Bloomingdale's. Really? In Chicago. Really? Yeah. In Chicago, yeah. yes. And he was very, very nice. I was picking out a cute little dress with my mom, and he... We went up to him, and of course, we didn't have a camera or anything, but he was very nice, yes. Oh, that's good. Yeah, and he looked like a giant to me when I was a kid. <laughs> I remember <laughs> well, looking up and just thinking, wow. He was not only a big guy, but he was a tall he was guy. very tall, yeah. yes. Very, very nice guy. I have the uh, John Candy filmography. Again, if you've, you've just missed this, uh, John Candy to this morning's dead guy in the envelope. Died 29 years ago this week, mm. back in 1994. Look at this filmography. You forget just how many big movies John Candy was in. 1941 with John Belushi. And Dan Aykroyd. Oh, yes. The movie 1941. Yes. <laughs> which was also a uh, Steven Spielberg movie, I believe. Uh, Blues Brothers. Stripes. Yes. National Lampoon's Vacation. He's Russ Lasky. Lansky. Lasky? Lasky. I think yes. it was Lasky. Yeah. yeah. Splash. Brewster's, oh, yeah. I forgot he was in Splash. Yeah. Brewster's Millions with um, Richard Pryor. Mm-hmm. He's in the Sesame Street movie, Follow That Bird, that I remember seeing <laughs> when I was a kid. And it scared the crap out of me. Yeah, because they, they robbed and... Held up big bird at gunpoint. It was terrible. Uh, armed and dangerous. Little shop of horrors. Mm-hmm. Spaceballs. Planes, yes. trains, and automobiles. She's having a baby. The yes. great outdoors. Who's Harry Crumb? Uncle Buck. Home Alone. <laughs> Rescuers Down Under. The Disney cartoon. Oh, I forgot yeah. he was in that. Yep. He's in JFK, the Oliver Stone movie. Oh, I don't know. I don't know that I remember that. Played Dean Andrews. Only okay. the Lonely. Delirious. Mm. Rookie of the Year. Cool Runnings. Mm-hmm. Wagons East. Man, he had a lot of big hit movies. Yeah, he did. You can only imagine how many more he had to go. So. Yeah. That's why it was sad. a very good dead guy in the envelope. It was a very good day. You did good. It wasn't bad. You people can all stuff it. <laughs> I think when we got down to the specific genre, it just made it. I mean, there's good. a lot of comedy people who are dead. Unbelievable. We have the- Not a lot that died at a young age, though. You know, I mean, of- there are a handful, but. A lot of smart people, isn't it? Yes, we do. Smarter than us, mm-hmm. clearly. Yeah. Hashtag mom. Confessions. A lot of moms listening. Mm-hmm. Sometimes moms got grown kids remembering back what it's like being a kid. or Maybe it's not about the kids at all. Maybe it's about being a parent or a grandparent. Or sometimes we hear from dads. We share them all right here every morning. Searching that hashtag off our socials at 720 and 920 like this. Jessica Hancock said, my five-year-old told me she needs t- 21,000 seconds of alone time. And honestly... Same. Yeah, sure. Let's do a little nap right now. <laughs> Jay Fisher said, my daughter laughed at my new Birkenstocks, but if it hadn't been for my Burks and my hemp anklet catching her mom's eye in 1996, she may not exist. Is that a dad confession? It is. That I'm, la- I'm also laughing at your Birkenstocks. <laughs> Those are ugly shoes. They're comfortable, but they are ugly. <laughs> Call me a goober. Here's a goober right there. <laughs> hemp anklet. Shut up. Wow. Goober. Dana Leak 86 said, I have one intelligent child who is designing a parachute and putting this as politely as I can, <laughs> I have another child willing to try out that parachute. <laughs> <laughs> There's always a smart kid and a dumb kid. That's right. It's like pinky in the brain. Mm-hmm. I got to tell you, if we were at a little get together and someone said, yes, our son is making his own parachute, I'd be like, yeah, okay. Mm-hmm. Sure he is. Mm-hmm. Yeah. What did he smoke? Your, uh, your hemp anklet, dad? <laughs> get the hell out of here. Hashtag mom. Confessions. Every morning, 720 and 920, right here. Send it in. You might hear yours. So staying in touch with us over the weekend. We do read all your messages. We really do appreciate that. Boss, text connect anytime. 732-774-4444. Last chance birthdays right now, by the way. Mm-hmm. We'll get to those in just a couple of moments on all the socials. We still get those bus photos in. I posted a couple of those the other day. Yeah. That's really nice. We get the uh, boss logo with us up there on the New Jersey transit buses. The NJ transit buses. 
You know, it's funny as I went to do uh, hashtag NJ Transit when I posted it. Yeah. And the first hashtag that comes up is hashtag NJ Transit sucks. No, really? <laughs> I think they're fine. I'm mean, going to be honest with you. I've not ridden the bus, I but I've been on the, the bus. But on the train many times, and it's yeah, just fine. It is fine. A little yeah. old, depending on the car you get, but it's fine. I guess if you're having to wait around for a bus, it's just probably inconvenient yeah. to have to walk to and from. You're going to think it sucks. People it complain about everything. Yes, you're yeah. doing just fine, NJ Transit. Mm-hmm. You're fine. Okay? You're fine. <laughs> <laughs> get us on all those socials or at 1071theboss.com. Robbie and Rochelle on the morning page. Wherever you get your podcast, you find us right there as well. That's Just right. All right, time for Robbie and Rochelle's Fast Five. Five big old trending stories. Thought you needed an LP in the know. Number five to number one. Number five. This makes my eyes twinkle, makes me giggle a little bit. I, I don't know why. I just feel like this is sad. There's a high school cheerleader. She's from Nebraska, and she's competing in the state cheer competition by herself. The oh. other cheerleaders on the squad had quit the team, but senior Katrina Coel said she was still going to compete, even solo. Good for her. How, how do you compete in a cheerleading competition? Just you. I don't know. How do you make the pyramid when she's you're by right. yourself? I was going to say, she's not doing any stunts, that's for sure. <laughs> she's just by their own, all by her lonesome going, B, B, athletic. <laughs> just by herself. It's so sad. Bunch of flips. The main thing that was driving me was it's my senior year and I put a lot of time and sweat and tears into cheer and I didn't want it to end because the other three decided to quit. I know that this is the best part of my life, and my life is only going to go downhill from here. So I figured I would do my cheer yeah. by myself. Also, why did the other cheerleaders quit? Do yeah, we know why this is? That's very strange to quit. All right three be- of them. Right. right what be- kind of a pain in the ass is this girl? I mean, it's probably her fault. Whatever the reason is, all of them quit. It's left her there. Something else is going on. I don't on. know why I find this so delightful, but I just do. She's all by herself all out there. <laughs> Cool. I'd like to see the video. I might have to go and YouTube it. Good job, Katrina. <laughs> Would you like an application for the local CVS? Right. <laughs> Graduation's coming, honey. Number four, there's a police officer on your home state of Michigan. He's getting big kudos after uh, he finished the driving route of a pregnant door dasher. You know how the people that pick up your food, yeah, they deliver yeah, it to yeah. you? Well, she's pregnant. And I guess is pulled over to the side of the road, calls 911 because the baby's coming now. Oh, my gosh. Policeman helped her deliver the baby and then delivered the rest of the food because she had to go off to the hospital, go get checked out and all of that with the baby. Well, he wanted to make sure she kept that five-star rating. Sure. This is Lieutenant David Allen. I have four stuff in my in the car. Is there any way that you guys can deliver that for me? Yeah, sure. I'll take it for you. Yeah, you just had a baby. I can help you out. That's from his body cam, by yeah, the way. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That would be you if you were a DoorDash deliverer. I, she's fantastic. I yeah. bet she has great reviews. But, but you would be the same way. You'd be like, I know I'm having a baby, but I got to go. <laughs> I'm working I, here. I'm having a heart attack, but I got to deliver the food. <laughs> go to the hospital. I got Huey Lewis songs to play. I can't leave now. That, seriously. <laughs> if something ever happens to you on air, you're like, we got to finish the show. I'm like, you're dying. You're literally dying. We're well, leaving. On the show, I am. I, I got to finish None the show. None of my jokes are getting laughed today. <laughs> I think it's a little strange that there's a pregnant woman being allowed to drive around with food. You never right. know when a crazy a craving might hit her. She's going to break right oh, into your french fries. Oh, come on. You just never know. You can't come trust a, pre- a pregnant woman not to steal a french fry. That's, That's right. Nice. I said it. Not nice. Number three. Here's a list of celebrities who claim they have had an experience with a ghost. <laughs> Cher <laughs> says that she has spoken to Sonny Bono. Sure. <laughs> Makes sense. Megan Mullally says she's talked to Nicole Brown Simpson. You remember OJ's ex? 
Really? Yeah. That's weird. Megan is married to that Nick Offerman guy, you know, with the mustache from Parks and Recreation. Yes. Yeah, yeah. They lived on a property that OJ and Nicole had lived at at one point, said Nicole's ghost showed up. Oh, I just got goosebumps. That's so weird. Helena Bonham Carter, she'd been in all kinds of things. Yeah. She uh, apparently communicated Princess Margaret. She played her in the she crown. She did, yeah. Said she talked to her before she played the role. Sure. Can you imagine you're the director on that show? She's like, I was talking to Princess Margaret's ghost last night. You're like, that's great. Can we get a different actress? <laughs> is Helen Mirren available? <laughs> Anybody? Anybody else? Wow. You believe you've seen a ghost, right? I did not. No one specific, but I believe in spirits. <laughs> I do believe in spirits. I believe in spirits, too. Cuervo, yeah. Johnny Walker. I believe in all of them. I also believe in I have conversations spirits. with them every single night. Yeah. Matter of fact, about 25 minutes ago. Uh, the three wise men, right? <laughs> Hopefully my breath mints are working here to hide the problem. Bonus story. There's an NFL groundskeeper. He has worked every Super Bowl since he was in his 20s in the 1960s. Oh, wow. Also worked this game. And he said he continues to be worried that the game may not have gone... By regulation, because the grass was too slippery. Apparently, it was watered and then covered without being given a chance to dry on direction of the NFL commissioner, Mr. Roger Goodell. He says the commission wouldn't listen to anybody. He's concerned that it was not a fair game because the grass was too slippery. I remember watching the game, and we didn't watch much, but I do remember them saying that it was really slippery because they paint the grass yeah. so that it's super green, and it wasn't. It was just completely slippery because they did the whole thing. So I mean, they got cleats and stuff, right? Yeah, they've got cleats, but they're still made of. I guess if they have. I don't think they have metal cleats, so they're the rubber cleats are going to be slippery. Remember the whole thing with Tom Brady, the deflate gate? Yeah. This is tricky because would this not also be Watergate? Yeah. <laughs> this is also Watergate. It is. I'm going to tell you this. <laughs> Can't catch that ball. <laughs> that was Nixon, by the way. Yeah, no. Just Number two, Prince Harry, Nixon. Meghan Markle. Man, they're getting kicked around again by King Charles. I cannot get used to calling him King Charles. Yeah. I keep wanting to say Prince. Yeah. Anyway, they've been asked to uh, vacate their British residence, Frogmore Cottage. Mm. Charles says Prince Andrew needs a place to live, you know, now that he's a sex offender and all that. So. Oh, yeah, yeah. Allegedly, of yeah, course. Yeah, allegedly. Allegedly. There's yep. only photos of him hanging out with Jeffrey Epstein on a private island. Yep. But allegedly. Mm-hmm. And now the British taxpayer is going to pay for Andrew instead to live at Frogmore Cottage. Perfect Can plan. you imagine getting that call from your dad after all they've been through? I mean, listen, I'm not a huge fan of Meghan and Harry, but. No, I can't. <laughs> But they don't you don't live- even know who the hell your dad is. So. No, I, right, right. I don't. So I wouldn't be surprising. But they're not living there now anyway. No, they right? live in, in the, the States. They live in Canada and the U.S. Right. So I'm assuming they're not using that. But that would still be awkward to be like, well, you have nowhere to stay if you do come here. So don't come here. I understand the Motel 6 in London is really nice. They'll leave the light on for you and everything. That's right. <laughs> Number one, there's a photo going around of a guy eating a full rack of ribs on an airplane. Hmm. And it started a whole conversation. The original photo, if you read all the comments, they're very funny. People uh, talking about other foods that they've seen people eat that are disgusting. Crawfish boil. Ew. I mean, how, why would you bring that on the plane? I don't know. My Maybe only... you bring a sandwich or like some almonds or something in I your pocket. Guess. But if it doesn't fit in your pocket, oysters, egg salad, a large bowl of beans. I just don't get this. Unless you're on a flight that's over three hours, can't you wait to eat something? Sure. Do, you ha- do you have to? I guess I can understand if you sat down to eat and your flight was delayed and you ended up having to bring I don't know. I just again, I could see bringing a slice of pizza, maybe a sandwich. No, not even that. You're the person next to you does not want to smell your food. If it's an hour and a half flight, just you can wait. You'll be fine. Sitting You'll there be cracking fine. open a can of Bush's baked beans. What? <laughs> Stop it! I hope that lavatory is not occupied too long. I'm not going to make it. You get a snack on the plane, like leave your sub at home. <laughs> there may be turbulence outside. I got turbulence in my intestines, <laughs> That's gross. Captain. Turn off the seatbelt. Seriously, where did he get a... He must have ordered it at the airport. Where do you get a rack of ribs? You can't bring that through TSA. (laughs) (laughs) 
Uh, attention from the flight deck. This is your captain speaking. Uh, nothing to be concerned about. That smell is not jet fuel. That's a guy oh, eating beans in seat 4A. No. Monday, world-famous celebrity birthday file. It's me, Shaquille O'Neal, 51. <laughs> it's my birthday today. I'm going to eat five cakes. You big guy, you know, <laughs> yeah, no, some cakes. Speaking of the airport, here's a guy I met in the airport a couple of years ago, D.L. Hughley. He's Aww. 60 today. He was very nice. Yeah. He's like, I don't want to take a picture, man, but how you doing? I'm like, Aww, I'm, I'm that's good. that's nice. I'm good, deal. How you doing? Good, I don't good, know good, that good. I knew that story. Yeah, I asked him to take a picture. He said no, but he was very nice. Oh, okay. Tom Arnold, 64. Kiki D. Remember she's saying that song, Don't with Go Elton. Breaking My Heart with Elton John? Yes. 77. Rob Reiner. You know the guy that plays John Kreese on the Cobra Kai show? He was in the original Karate Kid. <laughs> yeah. Martin Cove. He's 77. So is David Gilmer. Today, Ed McMahon's birthday. Aww. He would be 100 years old if he Aww. were alive today. <laughs> Correct, sir. <laughs> <laughs> Today's National Dress Day, National Oreo Day. Oh. Wasn't it Oreo Day the other day? I don't know. National we... White Chocolate Cheesecake Day, okay. National Dentist Day. My goodness, I wish every day was Oreo Day. Yeah. For I... me, every day is Oreo Day. I thought you were going to say, I wish every day was National Dentist Day, and then I was going to question what was going on there. Why would I want every day to be I Dentist I don't know. Day? That's why I was wondering where you were going don't with that. Don't be ridiculous. Oreo I, haven't, day. I haven't seen a dentist in years, <laughs> and I got more teeth than a Tennessean, okay? <laughs> This is the uh, big doctor week for me. And that uh, leads to where he said, she said, in just a couple of minutes here. So we'll get into that. Uh, Joe, you ever seen the clip of uh, The Tonight Show with uh, Johnny and Ed where they do the, uh, you remember Karnak the Magnificent? Yes. And uh, Ed had said it was his favorite bit where Johnny says, uh, Sis Boom Ba, describe the sound of a sheep exploding. And the <laughs> two of them laugh for about six minutes. It's just, <laughs> that's, a great, that's a great line. Sis that Boom was, Ba. That, that was, uh, that, there was no, nobody like Carson. No, no, he's, he's nobody the goat. like Carson. Definitely yeah, the goat. Yeah. No, no, yeah, and there never will be. He was just tremendous. Absolutely tremendous. Funny, oh, funny stuff. Happy he birthday, had the, all the people around him that were perfect to be around him, too, with Doc Severinsen and and, uh, and Ed McMahon. Unbelievable. Yeah, happy unbelievable. birthday to Ed. Would, uh, yeah, what I say? Years old. Would be 100 wow. a day. Yeah, so. yeah. 1923. Well, yep. It's He Said. She Said. With Robbie and Rochelle. 749 1071, The Boss. Robbie and Rochelle in the morning. This is the week. I go to the doctors. This is the week. There's quite a lead up to this, and I've been resisting. I have not been to a doctor in almost a decade. I've gone to the, uh, I had a pretty bad bout of uh, uh, pneumonia. Yeah. Turned into pneumonia, because I had a cold. I just let it go well, so that's long. that's what happened. You yeah. had a cold, then you got bronchitis. I'm yeah. sure that's that's the progression of what happened. Right. You're like, I'm fine. I'm going to work. It's fine. I'm like, you cannot go to work. You're going <laughs> to infect people. You still went. This is all before COVID. Right? Oh, yeah. Yeah. I was kind of a pioneer in the respiratory illness. I went. I felt like I had COVID before anybody knew what it was. But anyhow. And then, it, yeah, it got to the point where you were dying. Yeah. Literally dying. It would have been, like, been better off if I just dropped, to be honest with you. But <laughs> I, I did go to the urgent care. And for a while there, I was uh, going to a dentist. I haven't been now probably for about five years. So it's been a long time Ridiculous. since I've been to a physician. I've had any medical care of any kind. But after great pressure and great deliberation, this is the week. I'm heading there on Thursday. Mm-hmm. So I got us thinking about all of this this morning. Or at least I'm, this is top of mind for me this morning. Mm-hmm. What is the biggest design flaw in the human body? <laughs> and maybe it leads to something that causes you to have a, an illness that lets you sure. you know, go to the doctor, get checked out. I'll tell you another one. is I've been having uh, lower back pain for a while now. Mm-hmm. Is that your design flaw? No, I think it is. Yeah. Lower back pain. I'm just forced to hunch over. Yeah, that's fair. 
I, I don't know if it's a human body design well, flaw sure, so like much as lower a, back pain for, right. no, for no reason. Well, that's what really? I, yeah. yeah. <laughs> it just happened. <laughs> well, you mean like, you know how they make the joke about having no core, you know, like, yeah. I watch uh, Grayson, who's seven or, or almost seven, or Rick the Cat, the way they just kind of bend right in the middle. Right. I can't do that. Well, they I do that. I don't bend like that. You, you know? could if you'd go to the gym and you nah, stretch. Yes, you could. Not you like a very... toddler or a sure cat. Sure you can. Well, all right. you got to get very stretchy. It's you, But you've got to stretch those muscles to let them do that. You could be very bendy if you want to be. I don't. <laughs> I'm uncomfortable with anyone describing me as stretchy or bendy, okay? Very uncomfortable with that. Biggest design flaw in the human body. I think the fact that you can, no matter how healthy you are, no matter what you've been doing with your diet, your exercise, nothing, you could just die from a brain aneurysm. Like, that's a flaw. <laughs> like, that should not be. There, you don't detect them. You don't know. You just, you just drop dead. And, I mean, what? Well, it was kind of gallows uh, humor here, but what about cancer? I mean, think about that. Your cells are. Yeah. Your cells are killing you. I mean, it's crazy, right? Yeah. So, well, maybe you can think of a, a less grim answer than that. What is the biggest design flaw in the human body? We won't even discuss the business down below because there's all kinds of design flaws in those things. How about the fact that a woman can grow an entire human being in her? She yeah. can grow a baby, but if she gets a limb cut off, she can't regrow that. Sure. You can grow a person, but you can't regrow an arm. Biggest design flaw <laughs> in the human body. See? That's what we're talking about here. Your he said. She said. 732-774-4444. Lines are open to buzzes. If you get a clever answer, I want to hear it. You can also text us. Get us on Facebook. By the way, speaking about parades, we get the union parade that you've uh, roped us into on Saturday. This thing is, like you said, just a mile, so it's not going to be a five-hour commitment for me. Is that correct? Uh, yeah. <laughs> All right. That was a very confident joke. Yeah, there's more to it than, yeah. I, I mean, see, the problem is the parades, these parades are not that big of a deal. You know, they're only a mile long. You know, I'm getting in. I mean, we were actually in the parade on the parade route yesterday uh, for no more than, it, it wasn't a half an hour. It wasn't even close to a half an hour, I yeah. bet. But the thing is, is that you got to wait for your turn mm -hmm. to, to go up the avenue. And uh, in this case, you know, it was uh, two and a half hours. Um, and you I were in think, a car. It's different when you're walking. When you're in a yeah. car, you're stuck. You're just yeah, there. Yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> but we're gonna we're gonna. Uh, uh, I, we were talking about it last night. I think we're gonna bring some uh, refreshments. Mm. It'll be a fun walk. Yeah, then, well, <laughs> all right, we'll discuss this. Yeah. We'll discuss this later. But look first out on Saturday in the Union County Parade. So I, I think the, I think the first thing we got to discuss is a budget for next year's. Uh, <laughs> uh, 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 I told you I got nothing to do with this. I don't know why you're talking to me about budgets. We need about fifteen hundred T-shirts right. well, to give away for the whole weekend. Right. Everywhere you go, throw them the, the good looking, tight fit. <laughs> Okay. Joe, listen to this. 107, the Boss t uh, St. Patrick's Day t-shirt. He's getting carried away, so I'm mm -hmm. just moving on. Listen to this. Dead guy in the envelope coming up 710 this morning. You ready? And you don't put a year on them so you can use them again next year. <laughs> That's right. Now, now you're making some sense. That I like. <laughs> Here we go with a he said. He said. We're talking the, the human body. Do you believe there is a design flaw in the human body? And if so, what is the biggest design flaw? I said a lot of, a lot of my answers would be down below. There's yeah. some problems there. Yeah. I feel like the functions of the, just below the waist, mm -hmm. the front and the back, mm -hmm. I, I would rewire things if it were up to me. Mm -hmm. <laughs> Put in a different chassis. Yeah. Tom said our <laughs> our knees for sure. They weren't built to last past 40 years. His niece? Your knees. Oh, his knees. Your knees. <laughs> our knees. I got to tell you, my niece, she's a disaster. <laughs> just in general. This woman is a mess. <laughs> 
Our knees. Yeah, the, no, the knees and the knees, hips. Our knees. Knees and the hips. Yes. Definitely. <laughs> Jules said your teeth. Why do your first set of teeth only last you till you're 14? And then the second set have to last you your entire life. <laughs> it doesn't make any sense. It yeah. really, and they're so expensive to keep up. I, just, sw- I still got wisdom teeth coming in. I don't know how that's no. possible. I'm telling Are you. Are you serious? Either that or I got some sort of a growth in the back of my mouth. No, I think what happened was your wisdom teeth came in and because you refused to go to the doctors or go to the dentist, you didn't get them removed and now all of your teeth are moving. That's fine. And so they hurt. That's okay. I don't mind looking like uh, Billy Bob from the carnival. That's fine. Not going in there and having the tooth pulled or anything. Text from 8019 agrees with you, says there's so many, but putting the pleasure center in the waste disposal wasn't real bright. That's what I'm saying. (laughs) That is exactly the design flaw of all the design flaws. That might be number one. We got to rewire. There's a little... But where would you rewire to? That's my. I mean. You know, like if you go in the pool and then you're shaking your head so the water drips out. We could rewire up there. That'd be fine. <laughs> I don't want you leave the pleasure center alone. Waste coming out of there. <laughs> what do you care? It's out the side of your head. You're fine. I don't know. I don't know. You're like a battery. You're fine. <laughs> Let me tell you, my niece. This woman is a disaster. My niece. She's falling apart. My niece. <laughs> That would have been a better answer, though, if he said his niece, you know. <laughs> what is the biggest design flaw, in your opinion, in the human body? <laughs> it's an evocative question. 732-774-4444. Got one line ringing. We'll go grab that one in a sec here. Uh, but you can still get through. 774-4444. You can answer on the Facebook page, at 1071theboss, or the boss text connect. Same number. Just do it hands-free, please. We don't want to cause an accident here. There's your he said. She said. <laughs> a couple more answers next. Number one movie at the box office, Creed Three. Michael B. Jordan. A lot of excitement about that. It's already made over $100 million. Wow. Beat out Ant-Man Part 3, which has been number one for the past couple of weeks. You mm-hmm. went to see uh, Avatar over the weekend. They did. Finally saw that thing, which is still making a ton of money. It's $1.5 billion at this point. Yeah. So. I took the kids to go see it. Grayson, six, almost seven, sat through the whole thing. It's three and a half hours. It's three and a half hours. I will tell you, I spent about 50 bucks on concession. Great. We all had... A ton of popcorn. We had pretzels. We had candy. I mean, it's three and a half hours, so you're just sitting there. So we just sat there and ate. But he didn't put on hours. his headphones. He didn't look at his nope. uh, his iPad. Nothing. Nope. He Watch sat it. through the whole thing. The, the beginning in, is a little slow, but there's pretty much action from maybe a half an hour in all the way to the end. It I was could really not, good. Could not be less interested in the whole Avatar thing. I Joe, was- have you seen uh, Avatar? No, I have no desire to go. I, I really it. didn't either, but Lola has been begging to see it. She saw the first one, and I remember seeing the first one, but it was 10 years ago I mean, no. when it first came out. And so I was like, well, she wants to see it. There was nothing to do. It was gross out. So we ended up going, and we all really enjoyed it. Well, I, I'm glad I'm you uh, went with the kids and not me. I couldn't have seen it. <laughs> Joe, you and Marianne don't really do. I know you're much more social than we are. You go out all the time, but I don't know that you're big uh, movie theater people. No, she she can't sit through a movie. <laughs> is that really yeah, true? She, what does she start yeah, talking yeah, to you? Is has, that what it is? She has, um, she's some, I don't know what it is, but she, she fidgets. She yeah. can't sit still for that long. You know what Rochelle does? Uh, I mean, movie? I shouldn't say she can't, but yeah. it's difficult for her to do that. She pulls the, uh, now why would they do that? I'm like, I don't know. I haven't seen it yet. <laughs> why don't you pay attention? That's what she does to me um, when we go see movies. Oh, God. You know, I mean, uh, like when we go take long airplane flights, the only way the only way that happens is if I, you know, we stop at the bar on the way, yeah, <laughs> and uh, put her just get a couple of cocktails in her, and yeah, so 
I understand that. Sure. <laughs> I do want to go see. Uh, I do want to go see Creed. We yeah, should do that. It does look good. We got invited actually when the last one came out to a special screening. Mm-hmm. Man, it was fantastic. I don't know that I would have. Uh, I may not have seen the first Creed. To come oh, think really? Because Creed is a spinoff of the Rocky series. Yes. And Sylvester Stallone is Rocky in the first two. Yes. Now, I guess he's he's not in this one, or he just makes a cameo, but he's producing it. But I, I don't know that I would have gone to see uh, Creed Part Two, but we went because of that screening. It was fantastic. And he said, this Michael B. Jordan kid is very, very talented, so might have, have to go. You, have you seen Tulsa at all with Stallone? No. It's great. What's that? What channel is that it's on? on uh, is Amazon? It's, is it on Netflix? No, it's on Paramount+. Plus. I don't get the Paramount+. And, Plus. and mm-hmm. it's and it's, uh, it's great. He's great in it. Right. It's a, it's a, a guy, guy from New York, a, a mob guy who... Uh, Ended up going away for 20 years, and then when he came back, there was nothing left for him in his old neighborhood. So okay. they sent him to Tulsa, Oklahoma. <laughs> <laughs> and it's great. Uh, that kind of reminds me a little bit of, uh, remember little Steven did that show, Limmer, where the, uh, he's a mob guy from Jersey, and he goes to hide out in Sweden, and then he starts his operations again out there. It was right after he did Sopranos. That's really good if you've never seen it. Yeah, but this is this is Stallone, and it's really really funny. Yeah. I mean, it's you know, it's 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 pretty violent in spots, and a lot of people get <laughs> shot and everything. But it's great. It sounds fantastic. Oh, it's awesome. It's awesome. <laughs> yeah, you think and you think that Stallone, you know, be like, oh, that's Stallone, you know. But man, he, he's really good. Love really, it. really good. That's why some people like these. They think they got a design flaw in their face. Mm-hmm. We're talking human body design flaws this morning. And maybe, like I said, i got to go to the doctors this week, so maybe it leads to you having some problems. you got to get checked out. Is there a design flaw, big design flaw, that you find in the human body or specifically in your person, in your body? Paul said the appendix, completely yeah. useless organ that can go rogue at any time. That's a great answer. Same with gallbladder. Well, the gallbladder is supposed to regulate. Uh, yeah, you know, I know a lot of people have them out, like yourself, mm-hmm. but... Um, it does with you forever. Does have a purpose. Have it, I think the appendix is uh, essentially a, it's like the pinky toe. <laughs> they, seriously, I've read about this. They say like another couple hundred years, people may evolve such that they no longer have pinky toes and or appendixes, appendi. Appendi? I believe that because as a woman who wears high heel shoes, that pinky toe is just in the way. <laughs> it's just really, it's just in the way. I'm trying to think about it. It wouldn't throw off your balance if you didn't have the pinky toe. It's not no, really doing just much your of big, You really just need the big toe. Sure. You lose the big toe. All bets off. You can have some problems. Yeah, yeah. you got to learn to walk You just again. get the big toe. You're like a pterodactyl walking around <laughs> or a cockatoo. Alicia said rashes. It's It itches and makes it soothe when you scratch it, but scratching it makes it worse. Hmm. That makes sense? It itches and makes it soothing when you scratch it, but yeah. scratching it makes it... Yeah. 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 That is absolutely a design yeah. flaw. That's great. I hadn't thought of it. That's a great point. <laughs> speaking of which, and speaking of feet, it's interesting how the more you walk on your feet, the uh, the rougher the skin gets underneath, the underneath your feet, and mm-hmm. you can very easily uh, cut yourself and not realize it, hurt yourself and not realize yeah. it. Yeah. Yeah. That's what the, it the like calluses. I, I remember my grandmother uh, growing up, uh, she had uh, is in her hands... The uh, arthritis. Thank you. Had yes. the arthritis. I couldn't think. Arthritis. She used to call it her boyfriend, arthritis. <laughs> and she had such pain when she'd be cooking it. So oh. she, she'd chop her uh, her carrots up to make the sauce, and she'd cut her hand and couldn't oh, feel it. Oh, really? Yeah. Oh, poor thing. So That's do, awful. I think we uh, we need some different wiring in the nerves in the human body, so that doesn't happen. You know, poor. I'm sure not the other poor old lady cooking her sauce. Yeah. Cuts her fingers up because of the arthritis. That's you know? right. Text from 3441 said, dude nips. No reason for it. <laughs> yeah, what is the deal with that? <laughs> what are we men doing with nipples? Was God thinking about giving us children and then going, nah, they'll screw it up. I, nah. I think you would just look weird if you didn't have them. I don't know. But about I guess that. there's, 
No, I feel like you would. <laughs> Give me a little extra chest hair. Ew, no. I look like a rich Greek guy on the beach. It's my, not necessary. My little speedo on my hairy chest. My gold chain. I don't need the nips, though. I don't Please need man don't. nips. Oh, my gosh. That was a lot. We really do need to get a webcam in here because I act these things out. <laughs> you and do. I, I think they're so much more entertaining if you can see me. <laughs> You can see me miming, rubbing my own nipples. I don't know that that's entertainment. I'm not sure what you call that. It'd be just as entertaining as a traffic accident on a highway. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> People would stop and look and go, look at this fool touching his nipples. I'm not actually touching, I'm miming. You know? <laughs> Thank you. Imagining myself uh-huh. as, you know, one of those uh, hairy European guys yes. on the beach with yeah, a little yeah, speedo yeah. on, you know? I don't know what I need the nip for. What is the scientific reason? Do we know the answer to well, that? Well, for women, obviously. I know what the, they lactate. I so understand that. But what is the reason I for think- men? I'm not sure. I don't know. I think men can also lactate. No. I don't know. No, they can't. I don't know. They could be a pleasure sense. I do know that. Yeah. I mean, there's a lot of of nerve endings in there. So there's, I mean, there is a use. I I can't imagine they were just put on there for a pleasure. God didn't think of that. I mean, there are other things he put on you for just pleasure. No, he didn't. He didn't. That's not for pleasure. For a woman, he did. Well, I guess for a woman, that's true. (laughs) So... He throws some nipples. <laughs> yeah, put them on the women. I got some leftover parts. I'll throw them on the man. <laughs> I, I honestly, tug, I'm, feel okay. I'm not. I'm not entirely. Rochelle's like, sure. just so you know, I'm not a physician. So I'm not entirely sure. But if you want to be that person that Texas be a smarty pants tells us why men got nipples, <laughs> we really don't know. And as always, you're not going to hear this on that point station. Nope. What's the biggest design flaw in the human body? That's a great question. I enjoyed this. I can go on all. I love talking about. As much as I don't like going to the doc, I don't go to the doctor until this week. I love talking about this stuff. You know, mm. I'm obsessed with symptoms. You are. And I'm a hypochondriac is what I am. Seven three two seven seven four forty four forty four. Boss Text Connect always open or the Facebook. We do check these all day long. Thank you. One zero seven one. The boss. There it is. The Springsteen sweet song of the day. Good morning. It's the boss. Hello. Your caller one zero seven. You got it. No way. How awesome. about that? Boss Party Suite tickets to go see Bruce Springsteen in the E Street Band at the Prudential Center April 14th. Nice job. Amazing. Thank you so much. Oh, my gosh. What a way to see a show in the Party I Suite. I can't believe it. It's uh, going to be great. What's your name? Yes. Nora. Nora. Where are you calling us from today? How? Okay. You heard Dancing in the Dark. You're a big Bruce winner. Tell him the radio station setting you up. 1071 The Boss. That's it. Congratulations, Nora. All the info on the show. And to get you closer to winning, 1071theboss.com. That's it for today. Now, if you hear a Bruce song, you know, midnight tonight, that's not it. It's between 9 mm-hmm. and 5. Right. We'll do that every day this week. And on Friday, 500 bucks when you hear a Bruce song. So it's Bruce and the Big mm-hmm. Bucks.